Are you my podcast? 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 Hi, Sarah Colonna slash Kuda slash my favorite person <laughs> to be angry and passionate with right now. Uh, hello, Mary Radzinski, my mare bear, my partner in frustration and rage. And <laughs> every once in a while, hope. Every once in a while, there's hope. True. That is true. It's rare, but it, it does exist. That is true. I mean, <sighs> it's such a roller coaster. This, I just, I have so many times I just, I know that there's experts with quotes around it um, for the um, show. Yeah, big fucking quotes. <laughs> but sometimes I'm just like, if I could just, if I could just sit down in between them, I'd be like, hey, you two, you're saying the same yeah. fucking thing. And yeah. you're talking in certain, like, oh, uh, there was, there, uh, like, three couples tonight specifically spoken just full circles. And, I was just like, I'm in it. My head's going to explode. I need to get jump in there. But um, we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. Hello, mm -hmm. everyone. It is Wednesday. We are always full of passion. Uh, we record these right away. Full of something. <laughs> full yeah. Of, yeah, full of something. <laughs> um, this was uh, actually this season of Married at First Sight is, is making my not drinking during the week pledge very difficult, but I'm yeah. sticking to it. Um, but it's making so it hard. So am I, girl. So yeah. am I. And I'll tell you, I think... I don't know if I wanted to feel this much during the week. You know, I, I don't. <laughs> I uh, it's a lot to feel um, all of these feelings, but I'm feeling them. And I know you are, too. I know. So maybe, this is, think of we have this. Maybe I'm just not as numb as I need to be. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. I do. Oh, I mean, who knows how long that lasts. But, you know, after all the holidays and stuff, we everyone had to take a little bit of a at least a weekday break. Um, mm -hmm. And. You, Mary, took like a full break, didn't you? You didn't do like dry January. No, but I, I did. I did a full, a full, it was almost a month, I guess. Yeah. Like the, I did like the 10th of the month till the 10th of, of February. Well, and, I like um, that better. I like it better that you picked a different time frame so that you didn't have to be like, oh, hashtag dry January. Not that you even use social media that much. But if you did, <laughs> I would be annoyed if you hashtag dry January. Dry January. I'm like, good for everyone that does it. But just like anything else, when everyone jumps on board with something, I get annoyed. Mm -hmm. And I will say there's been a lot of requests for us to watch Love is Blind and recap that. And I am watching it. Of course, I watch that show. What do you guys think? I have taste. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, what do you guys think? I have time. But no. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I oh. have not watched it yet. I mean, have I you, know did you watch the first <sighs> season? Yes. Okay. And so you know that it's like wild horses. I just literally have not had an extra sec. But yeah. I really, is it, should I? I should be, right? It's, yes. It's, I mean, it's just the same as everything else. It's, it's frustrating. There's a couple of people that you just want to wring their necks. There's some people that you think, oh, maybe that'll work out. But really, I think the show just, does the opposite of what it wants to prove. And I think it knows mm. that. And it just proves that once people get out and they see each other, they're like, oh no, never mind. So <laughs> it's it just proves that everyone cares more about looks than they should. It's really oh. the opposite message. But I just want to say we appreciate that you would like to us recap it. Um, 
we don't really have the time, both of us, to do an extra podcast. But you never know. Maybe if maybe we'll do an end of the season recap on our Patreon. If our patrons are all listening, let us know if you're watching Love is Blind. Maybe we'll figure out something like that. But um, with this one is a, a bit consuming for our week. And then we're throwing in, oh, we have a, spe- uh, a special um, ep- oh, a special a movie. Uh, we have a movie yes. coming out. Yeah, we recapped a movie that will be out this week. It was It's called Stocked <laughs> by a Prince, and it was on Lifetime. So just be subscribed <laughs> so that you can get you, Believe me, when we do movie recaps, you don't have to watch the movie to know what we're talking about because we just talk about it and make fun of yeah. the, the ridiculousness. It's all in the title. You know what it's about already. Someone was stalked it's by kinda, Prince. Yeah, it's kind of like we're experts, air quotes, of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> and um, yeah. So yes. we don't, you don't have to, we, we're not experts in shit, but we pretend we are and we laugh a lot. It's exactly. Fun. And um, it, that comes out, I forget what day this week, but just keep, be subscribed, be subscribed. And then you'll always get, if we, th- whatever we throw out there other than Married at First Sight, you'll also get that. Hit the five stars if you can. I just mentioned our Patreon and you get four exclusive Patreon episodes per month. And we do all kinds of different stuff, topics, games, Q and A's. Maybe we're going to do some Love is Blind. We don't know. But um, yeah, there's, there you go. There's quite, a, there's quite a catalog there, too. If you, if you do join now, you get all the old episodes. And oh, that's by true. Old, I, I was, there's, there's, was going to say, we've got, I don't know why I'm into the word catalog right now, but we have quite a, a, a Cuda and Mare Bear catalog. I just want you to know, like, you know, if one of us goes down in an airplane, the other one's going to be on CNN. <laughs> Well, okay. Good to good mm-hmm. to know. Good to think about. Yeah. Good to think yep. about. The other one's gonna be on CNN. Oh yep. okay. Let's just talk about this episode. Um God damn it. I where do we uh, even start? I mean, I honestly I maybe Noy and Steve. Sure. Is that sure? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I All have right. less uh rage for them right now. Um mm-hmm. yeah, there's less bolded notes in front of me. <laughs> Well, they're coming off of their uh, disagreement last week, right? Of Noodlegate. Was it was that last yeah. week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wakes up to a nice note from her to meet him at the park. And he has to go on a treasure hunt to find her, which, oh my God, is my worst nightmare. I mean, I would have such a hard time doing something like that knowing that the person is watching me fumble around like an asshole you know like i I, you know i mean clues are neat and everything but not everybody thinks the same although i will think it was cute the way she wrote it out but that was funny in after party because she was on there with um jasmina and Lindsay, and noise said it like in the show it looked like it took them like oh 30 minutes or whatever but that it actually took him a couple hours to find her. And I was like, that would be me. They'd have to uh, like a search party. I'd be in the woods and shit. It would be a mess. That's what I was going to say. They'd have to send a helicopter just in a, <laughs> in a flat park for me because I'd sit down and start throwing a tantrum after 30 minutes. I'd go, I don't know. I don't know where he is. I don't care. I actually don't want to find him at this point. <laughs> If anybody sends me on anything like that, put a fucking bell around my neck like a cat or something just so nobody loses me because I, I would end up, I don't know, upside down in my own bullshit. But oh, yeah, it was 100%. cute, I guess. No, it was cute. It's just, you, you, you know, your audience, she thinks he would think it was cute and he seemed to. 
my husband knows yeah. that if he left me a treasure hunt, um, he'd have to, they'd have to end up looking for his body at the end of that instead of. <laughs> it's yeah. Like you guys will never break up. You'll just send the other person on a treasure hunt. <laughs> you know, I, I, Mark would, Mark wouldn't even entertain it. He would just, he it would, he would throw a no thank you right no, at that idea. No, so. thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Well, they had what they had. I guess this was the episode where everyone had the converse, the expert questions about if you've been in love before. And yeah, the deeper questions that are so not awkward when you're I mean, so even just looking at the previews for next week, next week is like the sex week. I think Viviana shows up, you know, we get it this week, that whole have you ever been in love? And then it's basically like they're just. I fucking each other like base like are you in love with me yet and it's horribly uncomfortable it was so especially with Stephen Noy because she basically she didn't say I love you but she said she was falling in love with him like what they say on The Bachelor right yeah now yeah. he and he basically went oh thanks like that friends episode when Ross <laughs> tells them <laughs> thank you so nice thanks. to hear um <laughs> So she's a little bitter Betty about that, which we get that. I don't who can blame her. Now, he tells her he's been in love probably five times because he says, I, I've loved each of my five, my five big relationships or whatever. Now, to me, maybe he doesn't know the difference between love and in love in that situation, in that description. And I'm not saying yeah. he can't. I'm not saying he can't have been in love five times. He sure could have. He, he just roamed it the U S in a car, he could have fallen in, lo- fallen in love in every state for all I know. But I just, <laughs> I just sometimes think so- that question can be loaded. Cause of course I think I was in love with that person. Like my ex-boyfriend now, I'm sure I thought I was in love with him, but looking back, I'm like, God, did I really love that person? Or did I just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, that's not about, I know. It's not about me. <laughs> well, no, I totally hear exactly what you're saying. It's like same when you're in it, you know, you're, you're sort of, everybody's sort of obsessed and addicted to the situation that they're in, you know? And, but then like looking back, it's almost like, Oh, I just, I'm also in love with carbs. It just depends on what's going on. But right. Yeah. I thought five was a, was kind of, again, he, maybe he, maybe that's, He's he's a real lover, you know. He just really loves people. But th- I thought five was kind of a lot. But um, I do. I forget how old he is. But I just seemed. I, I guess I, again, who knows? But yeah, she yeah. also. They started asking about how do you know when you're in love, and she says that person shows up for me, and he just is like, well, when I know, I know, and you could just tell that she's going. Do you are you fucking in love with me or not? That's what's just yeah. That's what yeah. this conversation made me so uncomfortable because I can tell that they're dancing around that. And she asked him, are you closer to being able to talk about those things? Um, and she said something about we and, and, and she goes, well, I mean you. And, and he's like, well, we are we. And, <laughs> and this is one of those conversations I want to jump through the TV. I wanted to just say, Steve, basically she's saying, I told you I'm already falling in love with you. She just wants to know if you're anywhere near saying the same thing to her. Can you just mm-hmm. answer the question? But she and she's saying you don't have, you don't have to waste time. You have to tell people how you feel. But if he isn't there yet, we, he shouldn't say it. And she thinks it's it's weird he's not then she thinks it's weird he's not there yet, but she thinks it's weird he's been there with other people and then I say to myself, well, he probably self those people he probably knew them for <laughs> longer than 2 weeks, right? So yes. I see both and sides. They probably of- <laughs> 
they probably cooked his noodles all the way through and didn't throw a tantrum and grab their dog and leave for the night, possibly. Ding, ding. They cooked his noodles. And <laughs> yes, girl, you haven't cooked his noodles yet. So get in there exactly. and get that done. His I, noodles <laughs> al dente. Or is that how you say it? You know what I yeah, mean? But yeah, I do. Come on, but, Noe. Come yeah, on. I felt like she came across, across as a bit insecure during this conversation. How, however, I totally get it because there is nothing worse than thinking that you have stronger feelings for someone than they have for you. So I don't blame her for totally feeling the way she's feeling. Yeah, I mean... The whole thing, and then, but then, even what happens? What what is what does Steve what does Steve uh, share with her on the little uh, champagne and food beach date that he put together for her? He says that he's in love with her and he's ready to tell her. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are like, why couldn't you just tell her ten fucking minutes ago in that other scene? <laughs> That is so true. In my head, it is funny with editing. I'm like, come on. You must have known 15 minutes ago. It is so funny. And then when he said it then, as he was building up to it, I thought, well, he's not going to say I love you. He spent the last three weeks talking about how he's not ready to say it. It just whatever. It was just weird. But she was thrilled, speechless, hugs, the whole nine. And she was thrilled from the after party. <laughs> Sounds like they went home and porked and celebrated or whatever. So yes, that's good an, for them. That's another thing I enjoy about the after party is that information came out. She basically said, yeah, we celebrated. We celebrated <laughs> yeah, with our bathing suit, private parts, all of the all of the parties we had. Do I don't you- even know what I'm saying. Do you know how happy she must have been that A, he said I love you to her on a beach and B, there wasn't a tent on there for them to have to sleep in that night? <laughs> I was, it was a win-win for Noi. That <laughs> is absolutely for sure. She's already been put a big ixnay on the idea of ever camping on the beach. She told him right away. So that was funny. Yeah. And I think, too, I mean, I think the fact, although although if he did want to camp on the beach, he probably could have gotten away with it that time because he told her he loved her. I'm pretty sure she would have hung out in a porta potty on the beach after he said that. She was very, very happy. But you now he's that's he's true. classic guy, you know. That's true. And she did seem very cute and happy and after party about it. And she says, I think um, Keisha was asking them about what they do when the cameras leave. She asked all the couples that, and Steve said that. They just sit in bed and talk for hours before they go to bed. And I was like, okay, that's sweet. Hopefully they're having a conversation that's off camera that they don't feel under pressure to have certain conversations. And she also might have meant that they talk for five minutes and then bang. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping for a little of both for them. Yeah. I'm hoping for at least... I don't know. I mean, hours. I mean, I'm hoping maybe one hour of banging. That just seems a lot. (laughs) But they're young and spry. But um, I... I, I do like them. I do like how you, you said about after party, how they talked about um, the, uh, the, the, when the cameras are gone and I just forget about that. Cause then Lindsay chimed in and she's like, yeah. Cause Keisha went around and kind of asked the three of them what they do. And she said, basically I go to bed because the days when the cameras are there are long days. And it is funny. Cause we just see the edited like boom, 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 you know, but it must, it must take a lot of filming to piece this shit together. It, like I never yes. think about that, you know, that 
even having the, I always think about the cameras are on them and they may act a little weird or feel a little vulnerable or feel like they want to put a wall up, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think about the actual logistics of filming. You know, no, it's got to it take yeah, it's so hours, long. I'm sure. Yeah. And I, probably from right when they get up. And also, usually during filming, Lindsay seems like she's throwing back some 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 cocktails all day yeah. to get through there, it. So she's a little tired by the end of the day. She needs a little catnap, catch some Z's. Well, yeah, they're there from mimosa time through happy hour and beyond. So I can imagine, you know. I mean, it's let's go ahead and talk work. about them since we just brought them up. Um, sure. Okay. So last week, we saw the big explosion at the bowling alley. Now, my biggest question going into this episode and still is not answered after watching the episode is, does Mark know what she said in the bowling alley? I don't think he does. He can't, right? Because same exact question. There's no way that they were going to have the nice time uh, during tonight's episode if he heard her talking about his tiny balls. There's no, no way. Uh, small balls, if you will. Or small, small balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, pardon me. I, yeah. Sorry. She didn't that. say tiny. Okay. Okay. You're right. <laughs> small balls. You're right. Uh, no, it's important that we <laughs> are accurate at, in mm-hmm. our reporting. And that she said... <laughs> That he was a loser and that he was going to go back to his mama, all these things. Now, I know at the end of the episode, they kind of looked around, they heard her yelling, but I don't think they knew. I don't think he knew what she said until it aired. So I think he found out when we all watched it, what she said. So that meaning, obviously, when this episode that we watched tonight aired, he hadn't seen it. Um, Yeah. Because it started off with her being short with him. Which I just, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? He, she came, he came on from work and she's like, one word answers. She's mad at him. She's irritated. And she's like, I'm just waiting for, I'm just irritated. I'm just waiting for the next explosion. I'm like, from him? When is, Mark has not exploded, but boy, when he does, I don't think it's going to be pretty because he's going to be pent up. I thought that was so bizarre because he, didn't he ask about the cats or something? And she's like, nobody's dead and then, like, they're eating in silence. She's clearly just not happy, just hammering with a fork, whatever. And then he's putting salt and pepper all over, and she's looking at him like she wants to slash his throat. It was so funny. It was It was almost like it was like an old, like a sitcom or something. Like, yeah, she was it faking was, it. It was the way he was grinding his pepper was making her so angry. It's like the way <laughs> I used to look at my ex-boyfriend when he would chew. And I know that feeling. Um, but in in Mark's defense, he didn't really do anything to deserve this. Now, you and I had sort of gone back and forth at the end of last week. We were we weren't sure exactly what had happened. You had your opinion of why Lindsay was so upset. I had mine. Mine wasn't very clear. I don't think I had an opinion. I was just confused by the whole thing. But I went back actually and watched a little bit of the ending again because I was just oh. like. Because I remember we kept saying like, oh, she didn't take the bait and this and that. But she was the one. Katina rolled her eyes and she did say, why are you rolling your eyes at me? So she did say something publicly first to sort of start a thing. And I know that we discussed this already. I'm just saying that's what Marx keeps referring to. Why did you have to say something? And then, okay, okay, you know, and I don't think this is any different than what we said last week. I'm just saying his point is, why did you what? Why just. When she rolls her eyes, just look away. It was kind of his thing. Now, yeah, like like go up, be above it or whatever. Yeah, and we were like, okay, but when Katina said, "Don't talk to me," 
Lindsay did stop at least. So we thought, okay, good. I guess she at least. Anyway, it doesn't matter because none of it makes sense. She's still mad at Mark and says she wants him to say, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. After what the fuck she said about him in the bowling alley, she wants him to say, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Well, did we... Now, I, I I am right there with you because there's no way she can possibly, you know, say that to him if she thought that he heard her. Do you think that she has to just think that she was like lashing out at, at producers? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, she, I think she, she probably got the. Uh, yeah, I think she got the Alyssa surprise, like when Alyssa yes. found out that her saying, yes. if I don't look good on camera, I assume. And, and maybe, or maybe she just doesn't. I don't know, because when she talks sometimes, I'm like, you're actually describing yourself. She keeps saying, you know, I'm just waiting for the next explosion and your life is in chaos. And she's painting this photo picture of him. And I don't know, maybe he maybe his I mean, I know he has the problem with the landlord and the bed bugs and nothing's it's not great. Um, 2022 isn't Mar isn't Mox. <laughs> didn't start off. Yeah, didn't start off as Mox here. But mm hmm. At the same time, it doesn't seem as if his life is in chaos. And he even said, it's really not. And he just, she she called him negative. And yeah, she, she said, called him a Debbie Downer. It just, it's so, it's almost, it's almost, I think it's almost unintentional gaslighting. I think everything she knows she's doing or actually has no awareness that she's doing is actually probably more accurate. She is throw putting it off, it's projecting it onto him or something because she kept saying, I'm bending over backwards and your life is in chaos. And he goes, It's really not. And she she said something about, um, you know, I vowed to be with you and be there for you. And then and then I'm like, what happened to the whole thing where you were kept saying you wanted him to put himself first for once? Oh, um, that's a direct shot and actually quite accurate. I forgot about that because really that does go against that. If she's, you know, saying to him, she's telling him one thing and then and then singing another song. That's definitely not a phrase, but I just made it made it up. I like it. Um, thank you. My only like and again, rebuttal or not even a rebuttal, but just, you know, we like to go back and forth is she did talk on the episode tonight about him being very different off camera. And then I thought it was sort of interesting that it came up on after party also where she said, there's like the Mark on camera and then there's Mark and Keisha kind of clarified or tried to, and was like, well, what do you, you know? So you're saying he's just putting, he puts his best foot forward when he's on camera. And she's like, absolutely. But it's just hard to swallow because his personality he doesn't come off like he's that much of like a Jekyll and Hyde to me, but I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to believe that because the way other people, all the other people treat him and talk about him and oh, have talked about true. him and the way mm -hmm. they've all talked about him on after party and everyone seems to get along with mock the shock. And um, I think Mark was the one was that was saying Chris always came to him when he and Melissa had the, problems or right. no, maybe I'm mixing that up. I might be mixing that up. Oh, no, 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 no. Mark. Someone else gets the call from Mark and Lindsay. I think maybe it was Chris. Anyway, who cares? Oh yeah. Chris. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But it just me, I just mean it, it is hard to, but who knows? We'll find out maybe 
all we can go off is what we see on camera. And she keeps saying that. And he kept saying, stop with this camera thing. And sometimes I just feel like, is she trying to position herself to look better because of these things that she has said about him? Or is he really this deep, dark Jekyll and Hyde character that we're going to find out about? I don't know. Um, and it could just be that it's a it's a minor thing where he's just a little more deer in the headlights on camera. Um, but maybe she means he is more in his feelings off camera about the things going on in his life, because that's I can't imagine that he's full of rage. It doesn't sound like that. She keeps saying negative, negative. So maybe he's like down right. in the dumps and when the cameras are off. He is is feeling more of that. But also maybe he's fucking down in the dumps because he doesn't know what to do with this situation. Because every time she tells him to put himself first and every time everyone tells him that and every time he does and says, "Okay, this is how I feel. His family, all his friends said, you got to tell her right then and there how you're feeling. And then she you end up getting told to get small balls in the bowling alley. So you can't (laughs) tell her you can't tell her how you feel. Yeah, I mean, small balls in the bowling alley should be the title to something, but (laughs) it's. It's so true, Sarah. And also, you know, maybe he's down in the dumps because he's got shit going on with his mom. He had bed bugs and everything else. Like sometimes you're just down in the fucking dumps. And if you are being filmed for a national television show, maybe you're gonna put a little pep in your step because you're trying not to jerk the wheel and have everybody know about it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, some people would suggest Lindsay maybe would tone it down for the cameras. I don't know. I'm just saying everyone. Yeah. And I don't I'm not saying that she doesn't see things that we don't see. I I obviously understand that. But everything she kept saying to him, he's sabotaging himself. And she says, "Um, don't you think I've, I've shown you nothing but kindness and love? Now, this is the same girl that screamed, go home, go call your mom. You have small balls. Well, she didn't say it to him. (laughs) Um, we're not going to ever be able to get off of her saying that, that, no. um, he's a fucking loser. He doesn't make her calm. I mean, he, she, <gasps> she said yes. all of this stuff. So that's the reason that she's more hard to believe, I guess, is because when, when she's talking about his behavior in these certain, in these little arguments, and I'm not meaning Cause his we've overall, never seen it. We've never seen his behavior, but we've many times seen hers. Well, and also I'm I'm seeing her look him in the eye and say, I've been nothing but kind to you after hearing her tear oh, every yeah. shed of yeah. manhood out yeah. of him. So that's not true. So I, that's what I know is that she, her, her saying that she's been nothing but kind to him is a hundred percent not true because we just saw her berate him. I you mean, know berate. It's funny because I was thinking at the even I know again where I know we're on tonight's episode, but back to the bowling alley thing, I remember thinking like, or before she went to the bathroom and they were arguing, I thought, wow, she's kind of keeping her shit together. She doesn't seem hammered or or anything. But that's when Mark was like, Can you have another drink?" and walked away. And then, do you think she like got to the point where she's in the bathroom where she doesn't remember saying that or remember that potentially it was being filmed because? Well, and it wasn't filmed. It was just audio recording. So maybe she had no idea. I just think she thinks she was venting and and didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Yike, yikes. And it, it could. Who knows? Because it, he obviously has seen that now. And we obviously have no idea if they're still together or not. We're not really going to know until the reunion how he feels about being called Mr. Smallball's loser. Um, 
and made fun of his how much he makes and all that. So when I, I, I guess that's just what I mean with Lindsay that she makes it hard because she, she says that she's acting a certain way when we see her acting a certain way. So when she says he's acting two different ways, I go, okay, I believe that he could definitely be different off camera. But what is he just negative? Is he, you know, expand on it? And I think he should try to get her to too. And we still didn't really get it from her. Well, and I'll be, I'll be, uh, sort of miffed, pissed, TO'd, if you will, if it just means that he gets quiet because he's down in the dumps. Because that's not anything you should berate anyone about, you know? I don't know. I mean, if Mac the Shock is out there, who knows? Throw, throwing plates, but we'll find out. But um, <laughs> I know. Well, I was going to say, whatever he is doing, I just want the footage. You know, I don't <laughs> I, I don't care what anyone's doing. I just want to see it. So if people could just get their iPhones out. Yes. Um, where? Oh, and also, what was it? Okay. He says... She goes, oh, she also does that thing where she says, I was up there with you, but now I'm at 1%. And he says, well, that's better than no per- 0%. We have something to work for. And he actually says to her, I think inside of you is a really loving person. And now she gets mad, which I understand why she would take it. She's like, well, what does that mean? You don't see it? And he goes, no, but you put on a tough exterior. And I mean, come on, this is not to be denied. I love, um, I don't know if it's the Boston accent or whatever, but Mock the Shock never really enunciates the hard ING. So when he said that to her, he was like, I know deep inside you, there's a <laughs> there's a really loving person. He, he says loving. And then, and he, and I love, I like makes me, and then like when they were at the dinner table and she was given the one word answers, he's like, we're not meshing well. We're not clicking. I just love it. When he talks about the wedding, I'll be like, well, at the wedding, she wasn't very loving. And it makes me want to hold his head in my bosom and cradle him like a baby. (laughs) I have not picked that up, but I am glad that you pointed it out. And now it's all I'm going to be able to hear when he talks. It is amazing. And I, you know, I hesitated even to bring it up because it's I'm not making fun of him per se. I mean, I, I come from the Western New York area where I say mom and dad. I think it's like just part of the way he speaks, but it is my favorite thing about him. Okay. Well, maybe you should point that out to Lindsay next time you see her, see if she can find something she likes about Mock the Shock again. Um, she I wasn't really happy with- to get drinks with her. <laughs> I really want to get drinks with I'm her. I'm so worried that, about the cops being called. If I ever had oh. drinks with her, I just feel like she'd throw a cocktail glass at someone or something. I just, what? it doesn't, there's not a lot of self-control over the anger. Well, I like I said, I'd go for drinks with her, but I wouldn't tell her like which hotel I was at or what. You know what I mean? I would be I would have my my runners on in case (laughs) I heard sirens. (laughs) You see, once you see one eye start to swim a little and and the booziness, you're out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just I fashioned my cardigan like a cape around my neck and I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) That is someone. She's someone that you definitely don't keep the tab open. You pay as you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, you go you go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you pay as you go because the minute you see her have that one that's that means she's about to tell you about your small balls, you get out of there. Um, <laughs> you don't want to have to ask for the check. Um they no. had they suddenly had dinner and he made her a burger. Of course she said it was overcooked, but she really appreciates that he cooked it. <laughs> um now they have the have you been in love question and 
She, of course, has a long answer with different versions, high school love, college love, a guy she moved to New York for that she thought she'd marry. And then she's like, and then that changed um, <laughs> with, no, with no explanation. Oh, uh, God, if you're new here, we have a voice for Lindsay that is absolutely not her voice, but it's just fun. And uh, our, our people in our group, by the way, are, are you my podcasters, the Facebook group, which is very fun and very active. Um. Uh, all around, but especially on Marriott at First Sight topic night, they um, put up a photo of, uh, I believe it's Marge's sister from The Simpsons. That's, yes. who they, that's who they said they see when we, when we when do we the do Lindsay that voice. Bro- <laughs> well, every, everything I've did, yeah, cre- we've created this character in our head. Again, it really has nothing to do with her other than maybe just being a little rough around the edges at times, but she's always lighting and butting a cigarette in my head at the beginning and at the end of statements. And yes. it's my favorite thing. Like I, if oh, I've never seen her smoke and I don't no, think she does. She probably does. She probably she, doesn't. She right, doesn't. Right. But in my head, yeah. she, she mm-hmm. wanted to light up a cigarette and put it out right on top of that burger and be like, it's not exactly how I like to cook. <laughs> and as I say, as I say this and joke about it, if I was to uh, be able to have drinks with Lindsay, I would be the one bumming cigarettes and be like, hey, you want to go smoke? <laughs> so, I mean, it takes one to know one, but still, it's uh, she. It's my favorite character we've created. Oh, it is. Well, he talks about how this conversation about falling in love is hard for him. And he was telling the camera that it's, well, she already, and the rest of us are kind of like, remember, she already told him that she loved him. She yeah, said like she day, loved him. Day 1.5, right? Yeah, or something? she told yeah. him. And now she's acting like she never said it. This is what I mean about the... Uh, it's so confusing, even though she, it's supposed to be because she just pulled back or whatever. But I don't think I don't think a normal situation, you go, oh, I love you. Oh, I don't love you anymore because I got mad at you. I mean, that's not healthy marriage. But right? she decided... He said he was talking about being in love and he was talking about how there was a relationship. I don't know if he was talking in generalities or... Is that even a word? Um, oh, yeah. It, oh, I good. think it was the right one, it's a too. a lot of syllables, too. Good, go me. Um, you hit that. I, I don't know if he was speaking about something that actually happened, but he was kind of talking about being in a relationship and wanting it back because he realized that that person was, was better after he moved on to someone else. And Lindsay starts judging him. Oh, you're going to recycle? And... Um, and she's like, no, if you're in a relationship and it doesn't work out, you don't recycle. That means it didn't work out. And he said, no, I just mean sometimes you are with someone and then it almost felt he must have been talking about a specific someone like you. You're away from them and you realize, oh, I had it pretty good. And I actually really miss that person. And Lindsay's like, well, oh, he just now that really worries my, me because I would never go back. I would never go back. And OK, we get it. You're run for the hills at, at I get it. You're, you know, like you always say about her, hurt people, hurt people. But in defense of that conversation, no, I don't think that Mark should be recycling every single one of his exes. If that's his motive or if that's what he meant, then that's not good. But there are people that you're with. And then once that person leaves you, you realize you had it pretty fucking good and you screwed up a good thing. I know because that's how my ex-boyfriend felt for a long time. And you know what? I didn't recycle him. I took Lindsay's advice, but um, (laughs) I sure let him. He realized it too late. And sometimes you do realize it too late. And that's what I think Mark is talking. Yeah. 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 I've had that. I had to wait like 10 years, but finally. (laughs) But um, no, you, you know why? I also feel like maybe she came on hard with that, like, 
what you know <laughs> only people with small balls recycle <laughs> or whatever <laughs> was that not really i gotta i'll stop that now um i think it's because then it sort of lets her know that there is a that there's a face to this story that he's telling too right you know and i think a little bit of an insecurity with that of her being like, well, well, that's dumb. You, you, nobody does that. Only losers. Cause it, you know, as he's <laughs> like, saying that you're clearly, he's clearly, there's a face to who he's talking about, you know? I so see. I think yeah, like, that's a good I point. Think maybe that's kind of like her trying to, you know, put that fire out before it even starts or, you know, be like, I Oh, just, that's stupid. Only, only dumb people play dumb dumbs with sad jobs and have bed yeah. bugs yeah um, <laughs> yeah yeah i Ugh. i i guess i just feel like the difficult thing that i see with them that made me want to jump through my tv is i just want to grab Lindsay and go hey he if he can if he can believe one thing and you can believe another and you guys can't he don't, it's not it doesn't have to be your way it doesn't have to be that he's a full-blown fucking idiot just because he at one point realized that he had it good with someone that he, and, and no, he shouldn't be hung up on it. I certainly wouldn't want that. Like if my husband, I guess that's a good point. If my husband was like, God, I had this one girl and boy, did I screw that up? I'd be like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be like, what's she up to now? Why don't you go find out? <laughs> Just kidding. But right. still. Yeah. Right. So now I see what you're saying there, but I guess at the time I just was getting frustrated with he, you can't, it, she's like, I'd never go back. He, you never go back to someone this and that but be almost threatening him too um well and when he some of the his feedback to her has when he said to her like the way you talk to me sometimes you're hasn't he said to her like your condescending mm-hmm. tone or whatever but actually he says you're condescending <laughs> but anyway um so when he does say that though i think it's because she has and again, I've seen this, I've probably seen it myself at some point in my life, but other people where it's like that she needs to be right. And she ha- it's like how she had to teach about the poop spray or jump up and like, this is how it is. And I know, and I'm an authority on this. And I almost like whether she really truly believes she is or not, whether she really truly believes that it's shitty to recycle exes, she needs to sort of be that person who isn't, is right does that i don't even know if that oh, makes yeah. sense oh yeah no she did it on the after party because jasmina was talking about katina and how katina oh, sometimes that did that make your ass cheeks clench because oh. it made my ass cheeks like almost like almost like charlie horse i'm not kidding yes because as much as Lindsay can be vicious um i don't i i'm not scared of her because i would just be like you're 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 acting like a moron right now if she the the way she lashes out, it's so irrational. But Jasmine yeah. is so calm when she's like, "That's not what I said." That that I that would scare me if I was Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I ran fucking right out of that room and been like, "Sorry, Keisha, I'll be back in because I have to <laughs> yeah. go do something." Because I and I don't blame Jasmina because she was just like, "Oh, that's not what I was saying." I was trying to explain something about how my friend, some my friend, sometimes receives information. And um, if you guys didn't see it, just watch it. But she was basically chiming in on on katina and elijah one and and she was like well Lindsay was like well that doesn't mean she doesn't deserve better and or or just deserves to be treated that way and jasmine is like that's not what i said and then Lindsay can't let it go well but what you said was and she never said that she never said what Lindsay was alluding to and no she just had to get her last word in 
her little her two cents or her authority on it. And I think that's it's almost like a habit because I don't it doesn't really matter what you're talking about, be it past relationships, how people are treated or shit spray. She just sort of needs to be the one to to put the bow on it. It's you know, it does. It's not a good look. Or right. it just comes, it bites her in the ass every time, I guess. Well, I just think it makes it hard for him to open up to her more. And that's what she wants him to do. But it it's impossible to if someone always says that you're wrong or that you're dumb or that you're, and then, and then turns around and says that she's the one that's hurt. So it's just confusing to watch. And I just know that she needs, I feel like she could use a benefit from talking to somebody. Um, yeah. And, and then they, well, they end up, anyway, they end up going out for sushi Right. Should we just get to this that? This was like, yeah. And that was honestly, if I only saw this, this scene of them, I would think, wow, the, these people are going to be together for 50 years and they've been together for 50 years. I just thought it was so cute that it made me, did they both get lobotomies before they walked in? I have no idea. <laughs> someone, someone injected Lindsay with Xanax or something. Um, yeah, and gave, gave uh, Mock a little, a little Adderall or I don't know, something, but they evened each other out. And it was, so, they were so, he was so sweet and she was so gracious in what he said to her. Like he said all the things she'd wanted to hear and she didn't butcher it or smother it. She just took it in. It was just really nice. It was, exactly. It was, it was, she, he said, I'm sorry if I've ever, um, what did he say? I, uh, yeah, he said, like, I apologize for all the times that you were hurt and I, you know, don't want to cause you pain. And, you know, you appreciate you're a good person and you, you know, you deserve to be treated well. And I, you know, he just really sort of said the things that I think not only did she need to hear, but I think things that she thought she had characteristics of herself that she thought she had been portraying to him of being caring and giving and you know and he maybe it took him a little bit but he put it together and it was seemed very sincere it was sincere but guess what he said he did this to her on the honeymoon too he after she caused a whole shit storm on the honeymoon he he basically not the exact same thing but he said you know i got you and i'll hand and he went down and he handled with elijah one and katina and the whole gang and and he basically was like we're a team i'll go down and smooth all this over and he told her that and that's when she was like i'm in love with you so he has this but i just think he's blown up at her she's blown up at him so many times in between that he um but that again that doesn't mean that he couldn't have said more uh, I'm sure she needs she seems like she needs to hear it more but it, it was good this time and she was teasing him about sushi and sake and um uh personally I oh I only God. like I only like cold sake so I wouldn't have liked Lindsay sake either sorry but I do yeah, I've never I don't like hot sake Mm-mm. it 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 brings out like a taste of uh of the it t- almost tastes like rubbing alcohol no matter like when it's hot for some reason it like brings something out of it that doesn't but cold sake all day all day you would need you your know, running we've... shoes with me if I had cold sake <laughs> I will I will pack a pair the next time I see you. I want to go get sushi with you. That's one thing we've never done. Okay, girl, we can. Let's do it. And let's not invite Lindsay and Mark. Okay. All right. I will say the one thing I related to a little bit with Lindsay and I'm Mark is less adventurous in his 
food. She's made that very clear. He's made it clear. Who cares? Uh, whatever. I, I remember one time I was working in this restaurant and my high school <laughs> boyfriend who wasn't the, wasn't the brightest came in <laughs> and I, I think asked- I know his name, don't I? <laughs> yeah. And I asked him what kind of dressing he wanted on his salad. Cause I was waiting on him. Um, I was in college now and we hadn't seen each other a little bit. And, uh, he looked at me like, I just asked him to solve the most difficult math problem in the world. Like <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, he didn't know there were options that there was other Wait, salad no. dressings. Or, I mean, you should have seen the look on his face. And I started sweating. Cause like a friend of mine oh. was kind of standing by and she was like, and I'm like, you know, like ranch or, and he was like, yeah, ranch. And I'm like, great. That is, I was like, you're getting ranch. Fuck it. <laughs> I always say that it's like the like the the chicken nugget palette, like little kids, you know, like that. There's some people that they just don't. Well, I don't know what his deal with the salad dressing. That is a little different. Had you, I guess you'd never uh, had a salad with him before. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, we didn't go out for a lot of salads. I, we mostly went to Taco Bell, I think, in high school. Oh, but well, um, that but keeps the high school her- relationship together. <laughs> it Taco does. Bell. It just reminded me of that when she was basically sort of looks like she's always worried about what he's going to order, but she was having fun with it. She wasn't being condescending. I felt like they were having fun at this dinner. Um, and then they, he, she took him to the batting cages for their fun date. Uh, they made a joke about going bungee jumping. And uh, I thought, I thought he said like, no, cause you'll murder me. But she was just talking about how she doesn't care. It basically, I guess oh, she's like, yeah, if I die doing something, at least I had fun, you know, and he, <laughs> Is a little more like I'd like to live for a while. Is it wrong that I just pictured her just uh, on a bungee cord falling out of the sky? But again, she's got a cigarette dangling from her lips. And I (laughs) never won't. I I need to stop that again. I'm making that up, but it's for my amusement. Um, He's a he's a real baseball player. I I forgot that when when they had the uh, the suits on the hazmat suits and she picked up the suitcase and asked what it was in it. And he said his old baseballs from like school days or whatever. I forgot about that. So that was kind of cute that she, um, you know, set up a date that was sort of geared around that and everything. Yeah. They left me feeling hopeful. I don't know. I I don't, you know, we haven't talked to Mox since he's seen the bowling alley footage or heard it. So we, how are we even supposed to feel right now? I don't know. know. I have no idea. Cause even on after party, she cried when they showed her the clip of them at sushi. And she said, yeah, Yeah. she just felt validated. Like you said, which is good. Um, and then she started going with, and and then, Oh, that's what, Oh, that's right. That's what the thing she said. They was so that's what Keisha was trying to get to. She's like, you're talking about it. He says different things on camera. And she's like, well, yeah, he claims to speak Italian, but I haven't heard him. And Keisha was like, okay, what let's, can we focus? I I just feel like, I don't even know what that meant. Wait, do you now to, okay. I don't know why my dumb little ears perk. Is it perked or pricked? Perked up? Whatever. (laughs) My ears pricked up Mm -hmm. and uh, perked up when she said that. So she said to on after party, she said to Kate, to Kate, excuse me. She said to Keisha, yeah, he claims to, speak Italian, but he like only took it in high school. And then Keisha goes, well, all right. He, so he knows Italian. He's not claiming to be fluent. And then as it was kind of, were like, move on ladies. This is like a 20 minute thing. Um, then, uh, Lindsay goes, well, no, he did. Honest to God. He claimed that he was fluent in Spanish, that he could speak it fluently. That's what he, 
had put down on the papers for Married at First Sight. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Spanish or Italian? Oh, did I just say Spanish? I meant Italian. Just kidding. So all of that is what I meant, except Italian, that he took Italian in high school and that he put down he. That's what she said. She's like, no, that's my point. He said he can speak Italian fluently. I mean, who gives a shit? Does she speak Italian? Yeah. Or are they trying to go? Like, it just see. I guess I'm just like, what? What are you no, trying I to know. bring up here? It just. See, but that's interesting. But I, I get it. She's trying to say maybe that he inflates himself. Maybe he embellishes. Embellishes. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's like, and really, his balls are small. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Enough about them. Um, Enough about small balls. Yeah. Jasmina and Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Now they start off nice. He meets her at the park. He brings her a gift for the dog because he knows how much that dog means to her. Feeny is her dog. Feeny is cute as hell. Um, This was another conversation. Do you want to jump through the TV and just be like, guys, come on. I actually didn't even want to jump through and help. I just want to put my own head through my TV and end the conversation. <laughs> oh, man. Drop it, the, the hairdryer in the tub. Call it a day. <laughs> it was just circles about basically he says, how do I move forward in conversations with you? And and she says, don't. She says, talk to me and don't talk at me. And then they go in circles. She says, calm down when you talk and I'm trying to help you help me. And I, I don't, it's, she kept talking about tone. And then he was like, well, can you agree that you, we both spoke in a tone that we didn't like with each other? And she's like, yeah, but I only spoke in that tone because of the tone that you came at me with. And I was like, if I hear the word tone. Yeah. Like they're going to, they had a tone off. It was, <laughs> I, she, she annoyed me with this a little, and I don't know how you felt, but again, I I love her. She's so poised and calm. But in those moments, I felt like he and, and in fact, I felt a little validated because in after party, Keisha asked this, too, I thought. But like he was basically asking her for help. Like, how how can I effectively communicate with you in, in those moments? And and I, if I'm not mistaken, she basically was like, well, you just have a conversation with me. You should know how to have a conversation with someone. And so then I can see how that would rub me the wrong way if I were Michael, you know? Yeah. I mean, no one wants to be told that they just don't have the basic conversation skills of a human being. Um, and but that's not even what he was asking. It's like she she wasn't even sort of playing ball. And I felt like he was trying to, you know, improve their communication by Hey, what's a better way for me to do this? I'm not doing it right. How can, you know, how can I attend to your needs uh, communication wise? And she just wasn't having it. Yeah, they're both frustrating because he doesn't he does. He does put a lot of words together that and then not. And then when you when you come out of it after all the words come together, you go, I don't know what he just said. That happens (laughs) a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He seems like a nice guy. Um. Communication does it, but like you said, he was trying, and that's probably what was most frustrating thing. And then, and I guess just when she said, "Well, if if you didn't have that tone with me, I wouldn't have that tone with you." Well, that's not ever really a helpful note, right? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But well, neither is. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but I just know that they were talking in circles, and it was it was making my head want to explode. 
It was circles. It was almost like how if I've ever been high, it was like, where did we begin? Like it really like I could. You're right. He he does. He can be a little wordy, a little long winded where maybe by the end she doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. So she's kind of like just taking the last couple of phrases. Like, she, you know, she's like, I don't know. Tone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Tone. tone. Conversation. Well, yeah. And then this episode was, it was the anniversary of his brother's passing. So he went by the cemetery and they had a question, they had a conversation about it a little bit. And um, she said she would have got, you know, she, she wishes she would have known, but she's glad he let her know. And I think that's pretty normal, like to go do something like that on your own and then tell the person after when it's pretty new. I sure. Um, Yeah. And then they had the questions about being in love before she said three times. Yes. And one possible. And uh, she really stressed, which I thought was interesting because he asked why those relationships work. She was like, because they they treated me right. But, and we had a friendship first. I like that. Yeah, I like that for them. Didn't you think that feels positive for them? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it felt kind of pointed to to, mm-hmm. to, you know, this is this is what I'm trying to develop with you as a, as a friendship. And and then he said he had one and a possible and his possible was like a high school. Cause he doesn't know if he knew what love was when I was, he was in high school and hello, I just talked about a guy that I, that didn't know what dressing was salad dressing. So none of us knew, <laughs> yeah. but I, how are you supposed to know what love is when you don't know, you know, a <laughs> vinaigrette from a French, you know? <laughs> oh boy. Um, but I sure thought I loved him. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he basically said that love, this is another place she got, this is where he was really kind of talking where she got frustrated. And I understood her point of view here where he was like, love means being vulnerable. And I had to make the decision for myself to be vulnerable. And he was saying he decided that from day one with them. Um, but he hasn't done that with them yet. Like he said, he, I guess when he signed up for married at first sight, he was going to be vulnerable for day one, but now he hasn't really done that. And she basically gets annoyed and says, she doesn't really feel like they've had the, or he says, I feel like we haven't had the conversations that I have led me to be vulnerable yet. Right. Right. No, exactly that. She because, well, I think so. Exactly. Like you said, he said I needed to be able to be vulnerable. And then she asked, you know, have you been vulnerable with me? And he says, well, I don't think we've had conversations to be vulnerable. And then, you know, it's kind of she doesn't understand why why he hasn't maybe taken those steps yet to be vulnerable with her if that's what he needs to move forward in love. Well, and then after this, they do have a conversation where he's very vulnerable. Um, they set up the, she sets up the gym and she set up the stations. There's like stations and at each station, there's something they have to work on in their relationship, like communication, vulnerability, blah, blah, blah. First of all, she said uh, that she doesn't really work out. And then that stuff always makes me think, why do I fucking bother? If she has that body and doesn't work out like me, I mean, I know she's just probably naturally gifted that way. And I'd look like a schlub mm-hmm. if I didn't ever. But sometimes it just makes me jealous. Um, well, <laughs> the best part is you have to look like Jasmina to say I don't work out and have it be impactful. Because like if I was marching around like, yeah, I don't work out like bragging. Nobody's going to be like, what? <laughs> I mean, she looks she looks like a supermodel. <laughs> She does. So they sat down on this mat and they talk about his first loss because we know that he's lost several family members and it and it kind of like he he kind of said that it was every couple of years he just experienced new 
loss. And the story about his brother was so sad mm-hmm. and so hard. And I just thought, okay, he really shared that with her. And she was really, really sweet and just listened and comforting. Um, and I felt like that he said, he basically said, I, every three or four years, I would have more loss after that um, and grief. And it changed who I am. And so I just put my emotions in a box and deal with it later. So I think that conversation really probably shed a lot of light for her. Yeah. I mean, you could feel them connecting through that conversation. And and she was so comforting, so understanding. And just you could tell he wanted to tell her that he felt safe telling her those things. And, you know, I don't even know how many episodes it was, but this this is what she's looking for with him being vulnerable, you know, and it's not just about sharing sadness and experiences, but he clearly <laughs> he, oh, he's only allowed to share sad stories with her now. That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah. He's she's like, OK, we're going we're, we're going to the gym. We're going to go talk about sad stories. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that 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 had to be like a, like if they were a video game and that their marriage like they would have leveled up then, you know? Yeah. I feel and, like and also it, it made me I mean, we already know because they've told us that he, he lost his brother, I believe his mother and his grandmother and. Um, I think his dad, I, right? Oh, I his mean, dad he, and his mother. I don't. I might be wrong about that, but definitely his mom and his brother. Just a, but a lot yeah. of people, and um, it actually sort of made me. I don't know why I hadn't thought about this before, but you know how in the beginning they said he always assumes the worst. I was like, oh, that might be connected to that. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> no, Sarah. I'm, that might be yeah. sort of hard to not. If every three or four years you lose someone that's way before they're supposed to be gone and that's super close to you, you might be like, yeah, sorry. I just assume you're never coming home. Or I just assume this, like, not that that's the way you should, obviously you're not right, but it would be hard not to feel that way. Um, Especially from a young child. That's the lesson, even though it's not a lesson, but that's kind of what you're learning that, Oh, every few years, you know, you're going to have a grief. Like you've never known. I mean that (laughs) you're right. And that yeah. has to be eye-opening to her if it's yeah, eye-opening to so. a couple of idiots like you and me on a podcast, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then she said, he did tell her that the cry, she thanked him for opening up and then he said the cry felt good. So I was like, okay, all of this is like, he talked to her safely. She listened. There was no judgment. She thanked him for opening up. He, you know, maybe that's just going to give him a door to keep doing it. And it, like when they showed that on after party, she teared up again and she said, I just yeah. want to protect his heart. And I was like, oh, my God, please, please, please. I want these two to make it. But I don't know. Out of, for this episode made me want them to make it more than ever so far, even though his communication skills and sort of her um, obsession with the word tone frustrate me. I, I like them and I would like for them to make it. She did me say... Too. That now he what they I guess Keisha was asking about like new things in their relationship and she said he watches TV with her and like tells her to wait for him to watch certain shows and I was like ooh that's a good sign oh connecting <laughs> over TV <laughs> holy shit seriously that is like my favorite thing when you're when you're saving a show for somebody else that's love it, yeah because there there we do a lot of that in this household and there's times that I don't do it and then I just watch it again. But wait, really? Yeah, sometimes I just go, no, I haven't seen that yet. And then 
well, just watch it again. But sometimes that lie comes out pretty clearly. Well, I was going to say because when, when you're you like, watch it, this and- part. <laughs> Yeah, or it says, or it says, play next episode, and he's like, "I thought you just said you didn't watch," and I'm like, "Oh wait, oh I must have fast forwarded through." Oh, um, I fall asleep. It must be. Yeah. yeah, the way that we watch shows is kind of fucked up. That lie for for the most part, you it pretty much shows when you've watched something. But um, I don't. Know, we need a save as new Netflix. Netflix. We need something that can say mark yeah. as unwatched. If it's not it's not existing, then we need it anyway. She said he surprises her with flowers and hot Cheetos. And uh, it just seems like, I, again, the after party, who knows? This is episode nine and we have uh, 47 more episodes to go. So I don't know what's going to happen, but. Um, it's so hard to tell. And I try to read their faces and stuff on after party and I can't tell. No, I think they're pretty. um I think they pretty much have to only react to what's happening during that episode. And, you know, like, because they can't talk about what's going on after. And no. I don't even know when they record it. But anyway, so far after tonight, I got, I have some hope for them. And then we have Katina and Elijah on. <sighs> I sometimes, you know, and I, they, okay. I don't even know. If I remember or have the was like so mad, I, I think I had spittle with the shit he was saying to her. But they showed an argument that they had the night before when Elijah one asks her what the definition of a wife is to her. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This it just felt so I, I would have left it. It was and it was about. Basically, it was about cleaning up after the party. They had the party last week with a housewarming party or whatever, where their friends and family come over. Um, it started off with her talking about how she's not used to going shopping for two. I get that. I I remember when I, I still sometimes just stare at food aisles, going, I don't know, I don't, I have no idea what to do now. I've I've made all the lemon pepper chicken one can make. Um, <laughs> but she, yeah, they get into. Um, an argument that she's like nervous coming home from shopping because she doesn't want him on her back again, basically. And he was on it last night about, like you said, he said, what's the definition of a wife, which is that's, that's a tough, he, Mm -hmm. there's something about him, this episode that I was like, you're not a life coach for her. You're her partner. And he has it in his head Throughout this episode, I don't remember seeing this quite as much before. I mean, I've seen a little bit of the pushing her and stuff, but he really has it in his head like he's there to teach her. Yes, yes. Something. And I, it's a. It doesn't. It's not like a healthy, balanced relationship. And and I feel like she sort of accepts it and wants to please him. And I don't. I don't like it. I mean. I don't. Well, it's interesting because it's actually interesting because especially after what Jasmina said on After Party, where she's like, you know, sometimes when there's a conversation happens, she's just letting him get it out. And yeah, right. Not that she's she's not weak. Yes. And and some people are like that. Not all of some people are down the middle. Some people will be like, don't talk to me like that. Some people will be a Lindsay and scream about your balls in the middle of a bowling alley. And Katina seems to just be like, okay, um, 
what is it that you want? And, but I, I, well, and that's what the advice was that she got from his friends too. Like he gets hot headed, let him just, you know, get it out. And she really does show patience with that. I she guess, does. That's funny. But I mean, but them having that fucking conversation about the, the party and she only wanted to clean half the floor and, and then he was cleaning and she, she was like, I want to, she was already cleaning and he was like, are you going to help me? And, and then she said, I'll clean half the floor. And then he's like, just go to bed. So then he st- stayed up and did it. I mean, all of that for both of them is ridiculous. I mean, who just says I'll clean half the floor? I mean, you're not roommates. <laughs> I but- just, I, I have to say he comes off where to me a little bit, because, because I've grown to love him from after party. He wasn't on there tonight. It would have helped me a little emotionally. <laughs> I know. Probably, I know. I know. We needed him on, on there tonight there. to, to tell really, us that he that he repented for his sins. Yeah. Yeah. But he definitely I, he cares a lot. He's passionate, but he really very much believes in what he thinks and what he has known his whole life. So that idea that like even when he was telling the guys later and he's like, you know, I'm not going to go to bed with the house dirty. That's just not what I do. I'm not, do-. you know, I can relate to that in my personal life. Mark and I are very different when it comes to uh, packing ahead of time, cleaning up immediately after doing this, doing that. There is there is people can be very rigid in what how they think things have been. Bu- um, how they think things should be done based on how they've been done their whole lives. And it's more about like having a conversation and seeing where they can meet in the middle and not that she's wrong. Like what if they had a really nice big party, they were throwing back shots. Fuck it. You know, maybe the next day Saturday, we're going to get up and clean. We'll go to brunch after like, it doesn't always have to be. Right. I I can already are you are you like I mean I can't see you right here. I wish you were sitting next to me holding my hand, but are you like tapping your toe saying I'm full of shit? Because I feel like you probably wouldn't go to bed with a dirty with with shit out. I would not. I would never. I would never go to bed with a dirty house after a party. I've stayed up and and I I mean if I wake up and find like old spinach dip in a in a in a bowl, my whole head will explode. But that has nothing to do with that's just I I I I married someone who is the same as me on that aspect. But had right. I not, I would not be forcing my ways on him. Um, right. I, I I've been with people who didn't unpack since the minute they got home. I mean, I thought they were monsters, but I let them do it. <laughs> um, so no, you're a hundred percent right. It doesn't have to. He's so rigid, and uh, I'm not going to go to bed with a dirty house. I'm. Okay, well then I'm tired. You can clean the floor. I'm comfortable leaving it till the morning. If that's how she feels, that's how she feels. She doesn't have right. to change that. So so him turning that into what's the definition of a wife was I was just like, "Oh, this is this is a lot." He's putting so much into it, but the weird thing was when he was talking to all the guys about it, he was so emotional about it and so he wasn't even really being a dick. He was like, "I just want to know I work overnights and then I come home in the mornings and like she's working from home right now and she's not basically with that. He didn't say not pulling her weight, but that's kind of what he was saying. That's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that we don't see everything again. So I, 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 I can't believe this is all about her saying she only wanted to clean half of a floor, but um, I also respect the fact that she's like, I'll clean half of it. <laughs> I, mean, I know, I know. At least I mean, she went 50-50. Like, I would yeah, have been like, like, fuck you, bitch. It didn't even look like that. there was that much floor to be cleaned. But 
um, I just, it, it was just, I, it was interesting to see how upset he was when he was talking to the guys about it. Cause he was, it seemed like way more in his mind than yeah. that. I felt exactly the same way. I mean, he was like almost not teary, but he was very emotional. And the fact that he made some comment about, I don't know if he didn't say babysitting or babying. He said he, yeah, fe- he, he felt said he felt like he doesn't want to baby her, baby mm-hmm. her. And then he said he said his feelings are so high for her. That's why he's so irritated. And he, I think he legitimately said, like, I'm just having a really tough time. I feel like this would be the time for Cal or Pepper to swoop in, maybe even tag team, go in and have a talk with them and talk about the fact that people are different. They handle, you know, different situations differently. One doesn't have to be right. One doesn't have to be wrong. You can grow together and find a new way that works for both of you. I mean, because I will say he, Elijah one has always shown that he does sort of listen and hear people and he wants to to grow you know i just feel like he needs somebody needs to say if she didn't want to clean the floor that night it's not that big of a fucking deal that doesn't mean she's a bad wife she's there she's loyal she's going to take care of you she wanted to go to bed she had too many shots you know what i mean yeah it's not like that big of a deal i know he and you know they real quick they had that conversation about um falling in love and emotional connection and um she said she was talking about how she's guarded and um and he's like i know i've never seen you cry and she's like she goes oh i cry and he's like you didn't cry on our wedding day you didn't cry like like when do you cry and she's like oh i like alone in the bathroom basically and i was like uh same um (laughs) alone in the car on the way home from a bad comedy show i'm waving my hand yeah uh but she (laughs) But she said that she was with an ex who was abusive to her when she verbally abusive to her when she would be upset. And he said, he said, you know, don't let anyone dictate how you react. And it's human to cry and everyone cries. And in those moments, he's so he does sound wise and like he can. Yeah, he's trying to let her be herself. And that other times it feels like he's trying to shift her, mold her into something that he thinks she has to be. And that's really you know, even when they were talking about being in love, he's like, well, right now, or, you know, I like basically made her go first. <laughs> and then when she didn't say she was in love yet, he's like, yeah, it's not on the table for me either. And I'm like, OK, yeah, me yeah. neither. But, you know, she said there's potential there. And and he was like, love's a strong word. And I get that neither of them are ready to say I love you. But it felt like he was trying to take a jab at saying, well, I definitely like you because. Well, y- yeah. And and well, yeah, like I, I like you a whole bunch. When 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 he says things, to your point, he was so nurturing with the conversation about her past and the you know the verbally abusive ex and him saying crying's healthy. But then when he says things like, um, you know, yeah, I could see, you know, love's not on the table. I could see, I could see a connection growing, but standards have to be met. Like fucking phrases like that make my skin crawl standards have to be met and then and then and then it was geared and he's just so hellbent on the cooking and now cleaning um when he said that and he's like well you know you're gonna have to show me you're gonna have to show me and it's like basically felt like show me through cooking and cleaning that you're real serious about being a wife uh because otherwise and i know he's not that much of a neanderthal early man 
misogynistic, whatever you want to call it, that I could leap to all those places, but I don't have the energy. I know that's not him. I know there's more good than that, but somebody needs to just be like, come on, this isn't, you know, 19, 18, whatever. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so, um, I mean, she said it herself. She said he, he gets this tone with her. That's very condescending. And it, I don't think he thinks it's coming off as condescending, but it is so, and like, we're all screaming at you, like you said at the TV that are like, this is, this is Neanderthal thinking and the cooking and the cleaning. But then when he expresses it in other ways, he means, well, what's she contributing and what she can. And I, I just, when, when they sat down, uh, I mean, basically we can just skip to that. Right. This yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. Um, when they sat down, when they went to go cook dinner or whatever, and then afterwards they sat down. Um, it was, uh, it was just insane. I mean, he basically started, he was just like, he said like a life, like a coach, like a, some kind of life coach instead of her partner. It was hard to watch because yeah, yeah it just was really uncomfortable to watch. And I'll tell you what, the way she handles herself, like I, I hope to one day be that poised in any situation because I mean, even I don't, I don't love yelling and screaming and fighting, but I would have been, I would have stormed away. I would have pulled Nalissa or I would have just been sobbing into my hands and trying to rip the mic off my person. I just, yeah. it was so uncomfortable and, and that, you know what it is? It's a word as an adult that makes me cringe. It's like, I can't handle being scolded. And I feel like he's like you say with the life coach and the coaching. I feel like he's constantly like scolding her or sort of and it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, this was especially uncomfortable because he starts saying, you know, um, I know she worked on herself independently and she's not going on to the club clubs, but that doesn't really make her ready to be a wife. Um and is she woman enough for him? Yeah. And yeah, the fuck out of here. And and then he's like, um, you know, she's still learning. And does she have the base to be a wife? And, you know, he starts saying to her, I bought off homes. I bought a home and paid off loans and you haven't done that yet, which is OK. But what can you do on a wife level to m- make me satisfied and to meet? And it's just like, oh, my God, dude, this is. Yeah, this is. I, first of all, you're not a fucking professional husband. You were Isaac two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you so, loved it. And ex- yeah, when it fit your narrative, that's all we heard about. And now you're this like born again, uh, <laughs> you know, husband. monogamous husband. And it's like, get over yourself. Yeah. It's just a really it's I like you just said. Yeah. The poise that she had when he basically said, you know, do you have the base? and all this stuff. And she's like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and say I'm woman enough. I'm not going to do that. This is not a conversation I'm going to have. And I was glad that she says that, but, um, and then he goes back to the after the house part, the housewarming party. And what did you do on your own? Your friends brought stuff over. And she's like, well, cause I was in the house decorating and I told them to pick something up. Like I orchestrated it. It's the same thing as like, that is what people do. Sometimes they, Oh, can you grab the such and such on the way here? Cause I'm yeah, whatever. That's not a big deal. and He's it so made hung me, up on this fucking housewarming party. Elijah won. Get over it. I know. I honestly, you had liquor, you had some good bites to eat. Who gives a shit? I 
I also think about the show and the mechanics of the show. And you think about these housewarmings. They all have a theme. They all decorate, hang shit on their walls. Because it didn't occur to me for the first few seasons. Because I'm like, do people hang streamers all the time? And, you know, I get like you, you decorate like Cinco de Mayo or, you know, Christmas or whatever. You do a little decorating. But for these housewarming, I mean, they go to a Michael's or a... They go, they, they go big with decorating. (laughs) She says, he goes, what did you do? She's like, I orchestrated. I made the calls. I had my friends. She said, I was home decorating. And when she said that, I was thinking to myself, you know, they must tell them like, make it fun, have a theme, wear a costume, blah, blah, blah. Double jerk off motion, two hands right now. And so she's, this isn't real life, Elijah Wan. This isn't like, you know, this is a little bit of a different housewarming than yeah. maybe you the can rest expect of us just with your invite wife. people over. Yeah. And, and have yeah. some drinks and some food. Not Order everyone has to come in a pizza. Full yeah, head I mean, to toe it, and costume. Yeah. Not everybody gets a lay put around their neck when they walk in. Like, it's <laughs> like, stop it. And so that's where his expectations paired with you know, whatever extra bullshit comes from being on the show, this, this poor girl, but I'll I'm gonna tell you what, she knows when to get up and walk away. She does. And, um, I guess congratulations. Cause he, she cried and he wanted to know that she cried and she sure did. And, yeah, uh, yeah. she cried and said that Good she job, didn't feel like, she, yeah, she said that she, what did she say? Like, it doesn't make me feel like I'm enough or it, it just broke my heart. Cause you could tell, because everything he was saying to her, would I'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's telling me I don't have my shit together. Basically, I don't have my a well, house or a mortgage pad. I don't have this paid off. I don't have this paid off. And not everyone's in the same position. And he knows that. And he kept saying, that's OK. But and it's like, it's not OK because you brought it up. So you're playing. Right. You know, that's when you're punching down here. You, yep. you, you don't you don't say, well, I have a house and have paid off my loans and you haven't done yet that. But that's OK. That's OK. But what else can you do? It's yeah. it's that's you just that's two different lives. You you've 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 you're at two different points in your life. And if you're going to make them work together, you're going to have to stop saying things like, well, if you don't cook, do you clean? I mean, that's not Ugh. a proactive I'll- conversation. No, I um. I don't know. I I want her to get one of those meal delivery services and get <laughs> um somebody to come over and and dust once a month. I don't know because he he's got it wrong. Yeah, that's what she said something like um she wasn't expecting that she wouldn't be meeting someone else's standards. Like yes. when she thought Oof. Yeah, when she like thought about the show and what could go wrong. And that's, you know, I mean, I know she's got a good support system. I know, I I believe that, like, again, we see her when she was she on After Party last week. But, like, I, I feel so, like yeah. she she knows she's enough. But in those moments, it's hard to watch. And hopefully he will realize this, too. And I, I someone's just got to, yeah, Cal's got to come in. Someone's got to snap him out of this this my way or the, or the highway type thing. This is how everything works and this is how people do it. And, um, cause no, you're in a marriage now and she's lovely and clearly yeah. really cares about you. And um, willing, willing to meet you where you are. You yeah, know, I mean, there's, she, yeah, yeah, she's even like, yeah, let me, yeah, I'll learn to cook. I'll go figure out how to grocery shop for more than one person, even though I totally usually go out by myself and, and, food blog and all the different things that she 
it's, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't happen overnight. No. And you know, there was a time and this is totally off uh, topic, but if, if I listen, I think we have hope for them. I, I, I want to, I can't, I've seen his behavior be so great and then so poor and when behavior, but the shit he's saying, yeah, that, like I can't make a decision on him. You know, I, I feel like there it'll, it'll there's, come clean. There's, there's more this really, good, I think. I know there's this really weird thing about him for me that I feel like it's coming from a good place. And I'm not saying, you know, get in the kitchen, clean the floor. It comes from a good place, but Something about what he wants with her comes. I, I I can't describe it. And I I listen. He can he he might zack me and prove me all kinds of wrong. Um, and but but I'm rooting for them. What normally I think I would say run for the hills, Katina. I'm totally ruin, ru- rooting for them. I see it too, Sarah. I see what you're saying. There's something. There's a goodness and a kind like a a genuine. Um him wanting her to be lifted up as the best version of herself. You know, yeah, like, I feel there's like something he does, he, yeah. there's something there. There's mm-hmm. like Jasmina says tone. He's got to figure out his tone and, Jesus. and get, and, and uh, figure out being stuck in his ways and certain things and this idea of a certain thing. And, um, and sort of, he needs to let her breathe and, and, and meet him where she meets him. Um, if, yeah. If this if this show was called Married at First Tone, each season would have one episode. <laughs> <laughs> that might be better for everybody. I'm not sure. Um, I know. No. It's no. True. Yeah, we no, love it. Never, we love it. Never. Can't and, quit you. Yeah, and just a reminder to keep your ears and eyes open for us on After Party. We're not quite sure when, but it's coming pretty soon. I think oh. that we're going to do After Party, and um, we'll let you know. And we'll always let you know on here, obviously. And then on our social, on Are You My Podcasters, the Facebook group, just ask to join that. Um, Are You My Podcast on Instagram. And oh, and if you're trying to join our Facebook group and you just created a profile this morning, um, we think that's suspicious. So you need to at least like put a photo up or something because we now we think you're Alyssa coming in the group trying to stalk us. Yeah, listen, we don't <laughs> we're not saying if you've spent holidays with Alyssa that you're not allowed to join the group, but we're on to you. <laughs> we're on to you. Um, all right, Maribear. Well, everyone, please rate, review and subscribe. And remember to stay subscribed because we uh, are going to have a special little fun movie that we're covering coming out soon. That's going to be a regular episode. And it'll be sometime this week. It might even be tomorrow. I can't remember, but you'll find out soon enough. I love it. And I love you, Kuda. We'll see ya. (laughs) See ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)